Hello everyone, this is Dr. Joel Rosen. I am the Adrenal Fatigue Recovery Ninja and I'm here with a good buddy of mine who I haven't talked to in a long time, Bejos Koulian. Um, he's the founder of the C and CEO of Fitbody Bootcamp, twice listed on Entrepreneur Magazine's 500 fastest growing franchises in the world and four times listed on Inc. Magazine as the fastest growing privately owned companies. He's known as the hidden genius behind many of the top businesses, entrepreneurs, and personalities. His list of clients include New York Times bestselling authors, celebrities, NFL athletes, Navy SEALs, and thought leaders who turn him into, uh, to, 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 sorry, turn to him when they want to create highly profitable and industry-dominating brands and businesses. An immigrant from a communist country turned hugely successful entrepreneur and high-achievement coach Bejo's uses the stage, TV, and social media to share his immigrant edge and American dream story to help inspire audiences worldwide and to reach the fullest potential in business and in life. That's pretty darn impressive, Bejos. Thanks for being on the call today, bud. Thank you, Joe. Man, it's great to see you like this. Uh, I don't know if your audience knows or not, but we knew each other almost 17, 18 years ago is where we met inside of an LA fitness in La Habra, California. And you were still going to chiropractic college. And I was just so blown away by you then. And I'm equally as blown away by you now. Oh, that's, you know, same, same goes to you, my friend. I, re I still remember like whenever we were on the floor and our job was to recruit clients to train and, you know, you were the guy like, you know what, Joel, you, the problem is you just don't, you know, value why, you know, you understand why exercise is important, but you don't get that other people need to understand why it's super important. You would help me um, convey that value. And I never forgot that lesson. And I think we've kind of, you know, been able to cross paths along the way. And I, I'm grateful that um, we were able to start that uh, relationship early on. Yeah, same here. Well, let's help your tribe, man. Let me know how I can serve. Yeah. So listen, I work with people that are exhausted. They're burnt out. They can't focus. They can't concentrate. They crash in the middle of the day. Um, and it, it goes as deep as being able to impact their ability to just to function and show up. And so um, what I really love is that you just wrote this um, best-selling book called Man Up. And so what I want to do is I want to talk about that but I want to talk mostly about your experience. Potentially, it was uh, undiagnosed adrenal exhaustion, adrenal fatigue. So take me through that a little bit and how the genesis, genesis of the book even got started, Pedros. Yeah, absolutely. And, you, you know, you're 100% right. It was absolutely undiagnosed adrenal fatigue because now I'm working with an amazing doctor physician in, out of New York. And that's exactly what she diagnosed me with, that I'm coming off the tail end of that now. And so about six, seven years ago, Joel, when I started my brand, Fit Body Bootcamp, and, you know, we've got 800 locations now, and everyone just, you know, oohs and ahs over the, the franchise now. But when I started in 2012 as a franchise, like, it was a struggle. And I went out of pocket and maxed out credit cards and got a business partner, and, and I thought we were going to be a good fit, and we weren't. And as our little team started to grow from one person to about eight or nine people, I started to have these feelings of anxiety because I didn't feel like my team or my employees then knew what I wanted from my business. And I constantly felt like they were sabotaging it unknowingly. Um, I wasn't on the same page with my business partner and I couldn't communicate my vision with him because I was never taught to communicate. 
Um, we were making so many decisions out of fear because I've never run a franchise and the Federal Trade Commission oversees the franchise. And so all these worries and stress and anxiety and poor communication, uh, you know, toxic relationship with the business partner, which could be no different than a, a marriage, a friendship, all those things added up to where, dude, I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to go work out. Like all the things I'm known for, you and I met in a gym. I didn't want to go to the gym. I didn't want to work out. I didn't want to eat right. I, I didn't want to get out of bed. I was taking NyQuil and Vicodin. Um, a few years before that, I had gotten a knee surgery, ACL reconstruction. I was taking NyQuil and Vicodin, Joel, to go to sleep every night because I was just so stressed and anxious. And then in the mornings, I would take uh, pre-workout and tons of coffee just to kind of kick that mental fog from the night before. And so this was my day-to-day -day cycle. And soon I saw it affecting my relationship with my wife and my kids. And financially, we were $640,000 upside down. I share this with your audience and I share it openly in my book, Man Up, because not enough people share this story. And while 100% I was going through adrenal fatigue, and I now realize that, and I was foggy-headed, couldn't focus, and here's the big one. I was depressed. And most people who since then I've, I've heard who are going through adrenal fatigue have some level of depression and anxiety. It's almost like those two things are handcuffed together. And so I wrote the book Man Up. After one day, I decided to, uh, <laughs> we all have a, the poop hits the fan moment in our life. And one day, myself and my wife were on a, on a little vacation, man. We went to Palm Springs for three days because we didn't have a lot of money at that time. We were already in debt. We went on a three-day vacation. Two days into our Palm Springs vacation, I get a text message from one of our Fit Body Bootcamp owners saying that a competitor in their town, another gym, was running the ad campaigns that we had created for our Fit Body Bootcamp owners. And I was kind of baffled. How could this be? Then I realized, wait a minute, my business partner also does some coaching and consulting for other gym owners. So I forwarded that text message and I said, hey, do you know anything about this? And he replied with, bro, comma, I effed up. And I just lost it. And, and like most people, we let things build and build and build and build. And then we just explode. It could be to our spouse, to our kids, to our business partner, our boss, our employees. And so I told my wife, I said, pack everything up. We're going back to Chino Hills. Um, I called my business partner and said, hey, meet me at the office. It was a Saturday afternoon. Called my friend who's an attorney and I said, I need a solid from you. I've got no money to pay you, but I need you to be there as I negotiate this, this parting of ways. And it was in that moment as I'm driving from Palm Springs to Chino Hills, about an hour and a half drive, everything about me said, well, you know what? Just sweep this under the rug like you've done with everything else. Ignore it. He probably had a reason why he did that. I'm sure he didn't mean to erode the brand. And I kept telling myself, no, Bedros, it's time to man up. It's time to man up and do what's right for your brand, for your business, for your money, for your mindset, for your family. And literally, I probably told myself mentally, it's time to man up two to 300 times by the time I got to Chino Hills because everything about me, because I am a people pleaser. I want to do good by people. I want you to like me. And so I never had those conversations. And instead, I let it tax me and drain me and fatigue me and depress me. And so one, it's time to man up at a time. I literally started taking better control of my life. I parted ways with my business partner. I had the uncomfortable conversations with my employees. 
Um, I committed to learning to become a better communicator, decision maker. I hired coaches who can help me form a vision for my brand, Fit Body Bootcamp. And I got to tell you, I slowly, it wasn't a light switch. It was more like a dimmer switch over three, four years. I slowly became a more effective leader. And of course, you could see that track record with Fit Body Bootcamp as we hit the Inc. 5000 list, and then we hit it three more years in a row, and then now the Inc. 500 or Entrepreneur 500 list. But I share this with you because the things that will lead us to adrenal fatigue isn't just overworked, it's overstressed, over anxious, and it's a... Uh, it's a crippling thing that people suffer in silence with, man. Amazing journey, my friend, and took a lot of perseverance and, and manning up like you, like you have written. Um, one of the things that I've heard before is we often see the best in other people, but we see the worst in ourselves, right? And, yeah. But tell me about the epiphany, because you write about this in the book, sort of that wake-up call or that, you know, sort of that um, – that, Finally, that, you know, that, okay, I got to do something because a lot of people aren't as fortunate as you and they have a wake up call that, you know, can, can really, you know, crash them like I see with a lot of the people that I work with and re really derail them. And so how, can maybe tell us a little bit about um, when you had your, 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 your wake up call or your, or your epiphany realizing not just on the drive over to talk with this guy, but also like the impact that it placed on your health to the point where something's seriously screwed up here. Like, but tell us a little bit yeah. about that. Well, I'll tell you what, my wake up, my wake up call was literally a byproduct of if this continues, I'm either going to have a heart attack. I'm going to, and in fact, I talk about it in the book. The first time I had a panic attack. Now I've always felt feelings of anxiety in that time. Dude, it was so bad. In fact, Joel, I would hear his Corvette driving up to our headquarters and like Pavlov's dog, I would start getting anxious. Right. But I had never had a real anxiety attack. Well, one day, right before that, weeks before that moment, that I had that talk with him, I had this massive anxiety attack. And since I've never had one before, I go, holy smokes, I'm having a heart attack. I'm 30-something years old. I think I was 36 or 37. This is how I die. And the last thing, and I didn't think about like, oh, man, this sucks. I'm dying. All I thought about was, who's going to take care of Diana? You remember Diana. She was one yeah. of the personal trainers and we work with now I married her um, who, who's going to take care of Diana who's going to teach my son to be a modern day knight who's going to walk my daughter down the aisle I, I didn't once think about like gosh you know I've got years of life left I just wanted to serve my family and I realized in that moment in that moment of anxiety attack and then just a few weeks after in that moment of getting that text message that this thing is going to kill me and it's going to screw up the life of my wife and kids who I've taken protection over. And if I plan on protecting my wife and kids, I have to start doing what's right for the business. I have to start having the tough conversation. So the wake up call for me was I got, cause again, most people, we always put ourselves last, as you said. And I knew that if I just say, I'm going to do this for my wife and kids, I'll have more confidence and bravery to pull the trigger. And, and I did it was, it, again, it was a painful process, but, but I was able to do it. So, so one thing I really love about your book amongst a lot of things, Bedros is the way you've organized it with taking leadership with yourself, you know, creating a vision and then your team. And I think you talked already about the leadership with yourself. 
um, which was which was needed. And it came from with that, you know, within and without. Like, okay, I got to make sure I I got to man up, not just for Bedros, but for those that rely on me, right? My immediate family. Um, but as far as vision goes um, and the path, talk a little bit about that. Why that's essential, not just for you know the guy who's um, multitasking and worried about his health, but in order to make a difference in the world and have that synergistic effect of both business and personal health. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and let me just stress the value of self-leadership one more time. Everybody who thinks that they, look, you know, I'm exhausted, I'm stressed, I'm anxious, I'm depressed, and it's because of him and her and them and this thing. Leadership, that's why I made leadership the, the first of the six pillars of what I talk about in the book is because unless you can lead yourself to health and mental strength and toughness, you can't lead your employees, your family, your friends, or anybody else, your customers. And so oftentimes, you know, you want to point the fingers at everyone else, but leading yourself starts with taking full responsibility that everything that's happening right now, I chose to be his business partner. I chose to ignore the conversations. I chose not to be clear on my vision. I chose not to have a vision. And so it's all my fault. And the moment you take full ownership of every single thing in your life, you also have now control. You gain control back. Where does adrenal fatigue come from? I believe it comes from not having a sense of control and therefore feeling like you're just constantly falling and you're overworked and you're overstressed and you're overprocessing and thinking and overwhelmed. And soon your adrenal system shuts down. Well, if you can gain control back by saying everything is my fault and I'm responsible for it, now you can do something about it. So that's the, the, the personal leadership part first. The clarity of vision and path, and it doesn't matter if you want to open up 800 franchise locations like I did or, or you want to just lead your family to the best possible version of the life that you guys can have. You got to have a vision for where you're going. And I always talk about the vision and the mission. And I got a couple of friends who are Navy SEALs, and they tell me about the missions they go on. They never go on a mission without first planning out the outcome. Like the best outcome we want is to kill this guy, to capture this guy, to gather intelligence. So that's the vision planning. Like what do you want out of life or your business? Because back then, if you asked me, hey, hey, hey Bedros, how many locations do you want with Fit Body Bootcamp? I would have said, Joel, I want a lot. And if you said, well, when do you want those by? I would say as soon as possible. Now, that's not a definitive timeline. A lot to you might be 100. To me, it's 2,000. Um, soon as possible to you might be next week. To me, it's two years from now. And so that's very unclear. That's not a great vision that people can get behind. But if I said, look, I want 2,500 locations by the year 2023, which means we need to sell 1.2 locations every single day. See, now I'm very clear on that mission. And, and so the vision is, this is what I want. And then the mission is, what do I do every day to get what I want? In our case, we need to get 36 applications in a day so we can sell 1.2 Fit Body Bootcamp franchises per day, which will put us on pace for 2,500 locations by the year 2023. And I know that. I'm clear with all 60 of my team members about that. That's for, on the forefront of their thoughts. And so we're all working towards a common goal. I'm no longer passive aggressive and I'm no longer tense with them because I can have the open conversations and go, hey, the thing that you're suggesting right now, Mr. Team Member, how's that going to help us get to 2,500 locations by the year 2023? They go, oh, crap, you're right, it's not. Sorry, I went down a rabbit hole. Back to plan, 
right? So mission and or vision and mission in life are critical. I have that in my in, in my own personal life too. Like just as a man, I have my own personal vision statement. And the vision statement is, I'll just be very quick with it, but it's, I'm a man of my word. When I make a promise, I keep it. I'm responsible for everything happens in my life. And that gives me the power and control to change my circumstances. I lead when called upon, follow when I must. I respect my fellow man, demand respect back and grovel to no one. I protect those who can't protect themselves. I leave others better than I found them. I have high standards of expectations, tremendous attention to detail, and I'm driven to dominate life. I am the modern day knight. Like now I have a personal vision statement. So everything I do, I filter through that personal vision statement. Am I keeping my word? Am I taking responsibility? Am I protecting others who can't protect themselves? Am I leaving people better than I found them? When we don't have a vision statement for work, for business, for family, believe it or not, we have a family vision statement, like what we want to accomplish as a family. And when you have that, you have so much clarity that the day-to-day missions, you just filter right through that. Awesome stuff, Bejos. You know, it's no small coincidence that you came out of this with, with that tool and mindset, because when I ask a lot of the people that are exhausted and tired, what do they want? They tell me what they don't want, right? Well, I don't want to be exhausted. I don't want to be tired. I don't want to be on the couch anymore. But that's not what we ask you. It's what, where do you want to gravitate towards? Uh, and I would also say, too, from a, from a physiology standpoint, when your cortisol is going haywire, it messes up that front part of the brain, that frontal cortex, which is that planning, right? So part of the recovery is not just um, going towards where you want, not where you're coming from and what you don't want, but also, you know, making those synapses with that front part of the brain um, so that you can, you can achieve them and you can get that vision and you cannot put yourself into overwhelm, which what I also love about the book is at the end of each chapter, you have some exercises for, for, for people to do to sort of make those um, concrete goals and uh, exercises to be able to do that. And one of the greatest ones that I think that you've always done a long time ago, even when I saw you when you were in Orlando, was the 5%. So maybe tell us a little bit about that, because I think anyone who's exhausted and burnt out and now hears the idea of making sure that they have specific goals, but then they want to do the whole world. They want to be able to be, you know, the head cook and bottle washer, but that's not going to work with the 5% model. So tell us a little bit about that. That's exactly it. When you think about, see, once you develop your, your personal vision statement or your business vision statement or your family vision statement, then you have to go, what is my 5%? Yeah, there's a lot of things that, for example, I have a vision statement for our brand Fit Body Bootcamp, 2,500 locations by the year 2023, which means we needed 1.2 locations per day to get there. Great, check, got it. What is in my 5%? Well, the toilets here in the building have to get cleaned. I don't have to clean them. Someone has to write payroll checks. I don't, I don't need to be the guy that does that. Someone's got to do the bookkeeping and send our taxes to the government so I don't go to jail. Someone's got to do a lot of things. Someone's got to do the dusting of all the bookshelves behind me. None of that is in my 5%. What's in my 5% are the things that I can control that moves the needle. So for me, it's to delegate, motivate, sell. I delegate tasks. I motivate my team, my clients, my customers, my industry, and then I sell my brand. No one else can get in front of a Zoom call like this other than me. Like I can't bring my one, any, either one of my two VPs and go, here, do this for Joel, right? But as you notice, before this thing turned on, 
there was someone else you were talking to. His name is Ash. He's one of my video media guys. Joel, I don't even know how to turn on a freaking <laughs> Zoom thing like this. I just right. don't show up and deliver, right? So this is my 5%. Turning this thing on is not my 5%. Once we're done, there's a, end, there's a little you know, leave meeting button that I'll press, and then I don't know how to turn this computer off or unplug it or whatever. So I share this with you because the more specific you can be on the 5% that matters, now imagine if the rest of your life, you just spend eight hours a day focusing on your 5%, the things that move your needle, whether it's in love or health or, or mindset or money. Oh my gosh. You're never going to get overwhelmed because there's only a handful of things you have to focus on. So these days, I just focus on my handful of things, and then I surround myself with people who can focus on their 5 or 10 or 20%, and then 100% of the business gets done. Yeah, I mean, it's a universal law, Bedros, in terms of you can't have 25 different windows open on a computer and expect the computer to run smoothly. Same thing with our, our own body, and that's the trap that the leader wants or the entrepreneur or the guy on the isolated on the island that gets exhausted and burnt out is dealing with, right? So, okay, and then the last chapter of the book, you talk about the importance of the team. Um, and so that seemed to be one of those that kind of came, you know, after the fact for you. Because I think the, you know, a lot of those other things were there, but now you're putting all the pieces of the puzzle together in one symbiotic thing. So let's talk a little bit about that. For in terms of making sure you're surrounding yourself with harmonious team members. Thank you for saying that. And by the way, I don't want anyone to think what that, you know, in the book, because I talk about entrepreneurial leadership a lot, but then I bring it back to life discipline and life leadership. In the book, I talk about entrepreneurial leadership. So I say, look, back then I had employees and employees are people who clock in a little late, clock out a little early, do the bare minimum to maintain employment. That's an employee definition for me. A team member is someone who is clear on the vision, clear on the mission, and unified to win the outcome, right? That's what a team does. So I no longer have employees. I have team members. I happen to be the team captain, right? And so in the book, I talk about your internal team and your external team. Your internal team are the people around you. For example, my wife, my kids, my best friends, the people that I hang out with, associate with, share ideas and thoughts with. That's my internal team. My external team are people who I work with, right? My team members here at the headquarters, our franchisees worldwide, our vendors all over the world. And I always make sure that I filter everybody through this are they on board with my vision? In other words, and, and look, I'm going to be very honest with you. I have literally eliminated my relationship with my older brother. It's sad to say. And it's not like, hey, he's strung out on cocaine and that's why. He's a real estate agent, does, does well for himself. But I don't believe in the way he runs his life and manages his family. And it's always turmoil. And whenever my wife and kids and I go to visit them, or we used to go visit them, it was always tense and high stress which would then carry over into our car on our drive home, I eliminated that relationship. Now, that might sound a little extreme, but he was not a productive team member in my life, not for the outcome that I want to achieve with my family and my business. And so more people, and I've eliminated friends from high school. I've eliminated friends from people that we used to hang out with, right? There's people from the La Habra days of, of when you and I were working there that reach out to me and I just don't respond because they were negative then, 
and I'll just click on their profile and I'll look at their profile and I could, I could smell the negativity again and I want nothing to do with them. I repel them. You, on the other hand, if you're like, hey, Bedros, come over here and let's do this thing together, I would because you're always positive, high energy, like you're focused. And, and so I share this because my team members, whether internal or external, are all the same, cut from the same cloth. They're driven to dominate their life and they're on board with my vision and mission. And the moment they're not, I part ways. And by the way, I might be part of someone's team as far as internal, external team. And if my values, core values don't align with them anymore, they need to cut me out. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's, that's the reason why I wanted to get on the call with you as well, Bejos, because I think that the disharmony that we have in the body, because the adrenals are really responsible for maintaining homeostasis. And when you have a frequency that doesn't align, um, especially with someone that's not on, in, on, you know, in frequency or coherence with your plan and your vision and your mission, which is altruistic to make the world a better place, you can sense it right away. Like you just know, like you don't jive with that person. So on the outtake, Bedros, on the conclusions you say about never peaking, so tell us a little bit about that. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you for bringing that up. I think that's such, such a critical point for everybody. Years ago, I was watching The Sopranos, and there was an episode where Tony Soprano said, uh, let me see if I can remember, the lowest form of conversation that any two people can have is remember when. In other words, hey, remember when you and I were like the stud personal trainers in the gym? Remember when I was a high school quarterback, which I never was, but <laughs> right, it's you always hear about the people who say, I remember when I had hair. I remember when I had a 32-inch waist. If your best days are behind you, it's all downhill from there. So I, when Tony Soprano said that in that show, I said, oh, my gosh, he's so right. I do want, and one of the filters I use, if anyone talks to me about the remember when conversations and they start you know, going down memory lane, hey, t- I want to know that the best of you is yet to come. So I'm not hanging out with that person anymore. And so I created this thing, which is never peak. The best is yet to come. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to peak in my mindset, in my relationships, in my business, in the impact that I leave on this world and the charities that I help with Toys for Tots, Shriner Children's Hospital, Compassion International. I want to donate millions of dollars to those causes, to those kid-based causes, because kids hold a very dear place in my heart, right? And so I'm never going to peak as a person who makes money, makes impact, has significance. And so I I always joke and tell my wife, like, you know, I want to peak just moments before I take my last breath and die. That's it. And if we could all think that way, imagine how much better the world would be. Imagine how much better our life would be instead of hand wringing and stressing over things that we can't control that really don't matter anyway and gossiping about crap that is insignificant in our life. You know what? These are all awesome points. And again, it applies to, you know, those that are building a business and those that are building their health. And that's why the book is so great. I'll tell you my best Tony Soprano lines a little bit different. I got to tell you what it was. So he's sitting on a bed with his Goomba, right? And she jumps on the bed and she goes, Oh, he says to the girl, Oh, watch the balls. That's what he says. <laughs> That's my favorite line of, of all time. You know, in his well, I, I actually remember that. Yes, actually- it was, oh. So anyways, um, so how do, how do I get in contact with you? Like, you know, I'm already jazzed up and I have more energy than I did before we got on the call. Um, first of all, how do I get the book? Because I, I've read it twice already. Um, and, you know, you, every time you read it, you get, a, you know, some more pieces out of it that you didn't get the first time. 
Um, and then how do I find out about who you are, where you are, and what you do? Good question. So the two places to go is to uh, to get Man Up and to learn more about my book. You just go to manup.com. And by the way, it's not just for men. It's also for women because it's really human up, right? As humans, we have a higher potential that we need to reach. And we need to human up to our highest potential, male or female. And so you go to manup.com for that. And then, of course, to follow me, learn more about me, and, and, and just kind of hear me rant and rave and give my thoughts to the world, Instagram is where I can be found, at Bedros Koulian. That's awesome. Hey, man, I appreciate all that you do. Definitely inspiration. Keep inspiring. And um, thanks for giving me your time today. I really do appreciate it. Joel, thank you, man. I appreciate you. Take care. Thanks, bud. Thanks, bud. Good talking. Thanks for tuning into today's show. If you like what you've heard and you're interested to see if you're a good fit to work with our Adrenal Awakening program, here's what to do next. Head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak to our team. Here's how it works. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, where exactly do you want to be with your health and where are you now? Number two, what are the genetic components that haven't been discovered that are impacting your health? And number three, what are the environmental triggers that may be overlapping with these genetic components keeping you from getting optimal health? Remember, getting your energy back just won't happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make that happen. We've helped clients all over the world transform their lives, quadruple their energy, and fix their metabolism and make the world a better place. To see if you can do the same thing, head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply. I'm Dr. Richard Joel Rosen and we'll talk to you soon.